Hey everyone, you're tuned into InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. All the stuff that makes life interesting. So let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy. And this podcast, we're going to be learning a little bit more about one another. We are. Aren't we? We're taking a little bit of a break from the pandemic madness yeah that makes sense we did what three three episodes we did we'll Well, get back to it yes there's definitely more to talk about there but but for those who are you know spending more time at home as we all should be at this point we thought we would do this episode and give you a little bit of conversational material to have with your significant other that's right there's a lot of questions you can ask one another right so this one is actually this episode is all about 36 questions to fall in love or to fall more in love. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I had it covered. I had it covered. Yeah. Uh, Just a little bit of background about this because it's actually quite a a well-known list of questions. Mm -hmm. And and Jeff and I will go through them and... Some of them, right? Not all of them. Well, we'll go through all the questions so people know what they are. Okay. And uh, I suspect this is going to be a two-parter because there are 36 questions and we uh, try to keep our episodes to 30 minutes. So, What we'll if do... I answered all the questions, yes or no? <laughs> I'm just joking. That's, that's, that won't work. That's not how we play the game. That's not how we play the game. I didn't know it was a game. The game of love. Okay, the game of love. The game so, of love. Yes, we'll go through the questions and some of them are probably a little more personal than others, so... Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have the opportunity to answer them if we feel like it would be an interesting discussion or just provide the question and uh, our listeners can make note of it for discussion with their... Sounds good to me. With their partners. Yeah, sounds good to me. So, uh, yeah, a little background. So there was a study that was made famous um, through... There was a New York Times article written by psychologist Mandy Le, Len Catron. Okay. And so she wrote... A New York Times article about this famous study. Okay. And then she also tested out the concept herself and reported having fallen in love from going through this list of questions. Really? With her companion. Like, not obviously with the first person that they did the questionnaire with. Like, it, you can't, it doesn't, doesn't Well, no, work it doesn't work way. every time. So, just again, so the original study was done by psychologist Arthur Aaron at Stony Brook University. And what he did is he had two groups of participants. And he paired them up, and they had to talk to each other for 45 minutes. So they put them up into pairs to have right. these conversations. So one of the, the first group just had some regular old small talk. Mm-hmm. The second group received the list of 36 questions, which was what we're going to go through. And they went through them one at a time. And uh, and at the end of it, they shared four minutes of sustained eye contact. So they had like a little staring contest. At the end of the whole... Yeah, at the end of their 36 questions. Wow. So okay. I don't know if that just locked in the love or what, what, but... And then they got married or... Well, six months later, actually, one of the pairs that went through the 36 questions was in love. And when they got married, they invited the whole lab group lab staff from the university i thought you were gonna say nine months later for a second but like six months later okay (laughs) what what happened after that four minutes of sustained eye contact i don't know (laughs) it's all caught on camera though anyways it's pretty cool so Mm -hmm. apparently it's a a proven proven piece so that's why katron who wrote the new york times article is quite fascinated with it and uh and she said she wasn't prepared, So, she, and I quote, she said, I, I wondered what would come of our interaction. If nothing else, I thought it would make a good story. But I see now that the story isn't about us. It's about what it means to bother to know someone. 
Right. Which is really a story about what it means to be known. And hmm. just the idea that, you know, we all want to be known. We want to be known by our friends, by our coworkers, our family. Right. Uh, we, wanted, we want to be seen for what we have to offer, you know, what we have to provide. So a lot of these questions cause the person being asked to reveal a lot of personal things about them. Yeah, it allows right? us, uh, this is, you know, the idea that we want to be more known by our partner. Mm-hmm. And this, yeah, helps you sort of do a little bit of a... A deep dive. Okay. And maybe talk about some things that you hadn't really talked about before. All right. So that's sort of the, the background of it. So if you are, you know, dating somebody or contemplating dating somebody, this would be a little interesting experiment would be. to see. Just put it on your Tinder, you know, before you get a swipe or whatever, in order to get a swipe. Or yeah. uh, what uh, Amy and I, we, we met on uh, Plenty of Fish. That's right. And uh, we actually went on like, oh, I don't know how long ago. POF as they used to call it in the old days. Just to see if we were still on there. Remember, I don't remember distinctively deleting I think mine. they I think they delete the profiles yeah. after a while. Anyway, I wasn't there. After like a decade of inactivity, they, yeah. <laughs> they wiped them out. Um, yeah, we hopped on. That's a story and a half in itself. Like, yes, for a story for another day because we got these 36 okay. questions again. All right. And they are numbered. People are just dying <laughs> to know about us, though. So here we go. So They're the going to learn now. The ideas are in three sets. Mm-hmm. Three sets of 12. And three sets of 12. Yes, because three times 12 equals yeah, that. 36. That's not the first <laughs> question. But, uh, and each set gets increasingly personal. Yeah. So. Okay. The first one is, given the choice of anyone in the world... Whom you would want, whom would you want to have as a dinner guest? As a dinner dinner guest? Oh, that's a good question. You know, uh, do they have to be alive? Can it be somebody it from specify, the past? So okay, I'm so leave it wide open. I I would have loved to have just sat down and have a few beer and uh, you know a really wonderful meal with Anthony Bourdain. After watching his oh, show, oh yeah, good call. After watching his show, uh, I mean, we, we we didn't watch it when it was originally on. Amy and I, we just kind of when he passed, we started exploring his his work, and we just got amazed because we love traveling, and that's all he does is travels and talks yeah, with people. Well, I had read Kitchen Confidential I just, I just by think, him, and it was amazing. Book. I think either he would be like the best uh, dinner dinner guest you could imagine, or be the worst. Like he he can be a jerk. He, well, he's he probably going to criticize your cooking. Yeah. Well, I'm not cooking. I, I'm going to get him to cook. I, yeah. Anyway, what I, a I lovely just, host you are. I know. But, Come on uh, over, Anthony, and cook us. Anyway, a meal. I think that I think that would be an interesting uh, you know meal. And, and conversation yeah. about his life and I'm my jealous of that. Life. I'm jealous of your choice because I oh. would I would uh, that would that's one I would like to. Who you choose, Gandhi? Uh, no, <laughs> actually, I was going to say the Dalai Lama. <laughs> oh, the Dalai Lama. There you go. Because I read the book you of read Joy the book, yeah. recently, yeah, yeah. and uh, with him and uh, uh, Bishop De- Tutu, to uh, Besmond Tutu. Yeah. And I, Des- yeah, I would think I would love to have a conversation with the Dalai yeah. Lama. Oh, wow. I, I've enjoyed a lot of his writings. and I'm and sure he would instill some wisdom, you know? Yes. This so, carrot is cooked perfectly, Amy. That kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so for those of you listeners who are frantically scribbling down these questions, <laughs> yeah, you, you need can go not someplace. do that, listeners. No, don't do it. Um, I will share, uh, There's a lot, well, there's a lot of websites. You could simply Google 36 
uh, 36, <laughs> 36 questions, questions to fall in to love, fall in love. Right. but I'll, I'll share them in the well, comments on our, our social media posts when we launch the episode. So <clears throat> the, check our Instagram comments or, mm-hmm. uh, for this, for the post for this episode or on Facebook and, uh, yeah. be sure to share that. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Would you like to be famous? And I guess they assume that it's a two part or they assume you would say yes. And the second part of the question is in what way? I guess, like, what would you want to be famous for? You know, I, d- I don't really like the idea of fame, but I do like the idea of people enjoying art. And I, if I could, I would love to have been, like, a su- successful artist and have people genuinely enjoy my art. I think, I don't know if that's even comes close to fame, but, you know, there are famous artists, like Andy Warhol, for example, you know, he kind of, broke the mold as far as like commercial artists you know well he's not commercial artist but you know what i mean um, yeah that is well i mean often the pop art famous sensibility at, you know post-mortem sort of thing but um yeah i don't know or no i don't i don't like the idea of being famous but i like the idea of being kind of well known about certain things i guess that that's what yeah would be my i answer. like the idea of you lose a lot when you get famous. I like the idea of being being able to reach a lot of people, which fame does. But then there's also a whole host of negative yeah. things that come along with fame. There's so I, of, I agree. I wouldn't want to be famous. Yeah. But if I had the opportunity to reach a lot of people, I always wanted to be, I would like to be a, a writer. Oh, yeah. That's something that I've been wanting to exercise that, you know, you're writing so that would be ideas and stuff. Although you have, famous, been, or maybe actually. a famous podcaster, but you know we're already there. <laughs> we're already there. But you're journaling, <laughs> and you're, that's writing, whether you want to admit it or yeah, not. No, I write Even grocery lists like the. No, no, like no, no. Your journal, where you write down your thoughts and you know what you're thankful for. Are you reading for my journal? No, you told me about it. Though. Well, I, it could be crap. It could be. I could be writing my grocery and f- list. And for the journal. record, you did say go ahead, look at it anytime. So I did. Open book policy in this marriage, baby. Yes. Okay. Literally. So, uh, what's your? Oh, you, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. You. you I'm glad it. you're listening to the answers yeah. to my questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> you also don't want to be process. famous, right? No. Because you no. would lose a lot of your identity. Tim Ferriss recently wrote an article. I don't know if anyone follows Tim Ferriss, but uh, he's got some interesting content, and he he recently wrote an article about the perils of being famous, and it is there's some scary stuff. You know, yeah. a lot of negative reasons. You know, why you would oh, not yeah. want to be famous. Um, okay, number three. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? And if you do, why do you do that? I have on occasion. I don't do it every tele- telephone call. But if I have to call somebody like about a bill that they screwed up on and stuff like that, I do a little rehearsal before I say my first thing because I want to I wanna come off... Uh, I want to be direct, but I don't want to come off as a jerk, but I want to get, I want to get answers kind of rather quickly. You want to be assertive, I wanna, not aggressive. Yeah. So in order to do that, cause that's not my regular me, <laughs> that's not my regular me, man. Um, I, get I, me to call. I, do, I do. Yeah. I usually, I honestly, I hate doing that stuff, man. That, that is, I don't know why I just don't like, and it's not because it's. Uh, annoying to deal with people on the phone. It's just I don't know why I I don't I just it, it's one of those things. Anyway, uh, I never even gave an answer, but you, that that's well, no, answer. you did. I think so. For me, if if it's an informal conversation with friends or family, no, I definitely don't rehearse what I'm going to say. Yeah. But if it's an important phone call, and I think 
you know, tone and choice of words are going to be really critical to the outcome. Right, then right. I, I do rehearse a bit my approach. Yeah. Your, I, your voice changes too, which is I really interesting. I have a fake telephone You voice. have, uh, oh, I love it. It's so funny. Do I have a fake vod- podcast voice? Yeah, did you, were you going to say, do I have a fake vodka voice? That would have been freaking amazing. <laughs> no, if that's, that's what a you genuine, said. I would have a genuine uh, vodka No, voice. I don't think you do. I, no? I, I mean, everybody has one, like, well, and you're they trying slip, to project they slip bit, into it and slip out of it and stuff, you you're know. You're talking but, into a mic, so you speak a little differently because you're projecting, yeah. I guess, into the mic. But or, it's really good not to have a fake voice all the time because if I was talking like this the whole time in this podcast it would get really boring yeah this would be episode you know? one and so, done yeah so that would be you know anyway that's that's our answers well so. yeah I mean and I I worked in a call center well call centers in university my you know part-time I worked oh yeah in, in credit department and and of course rehearsing before those phone calls and also you had this canned greeting you'd get a little whisper in your headset that would say you know, uh, what type of call was coming through, whether oh, yeah. it was, you know, from a customer or a technician I read customer and what language I had to, well, <laughs> swearing, what, what language you had to answer in, whether I'd had to answer in French or English. So it would be yeah. like, technician, Francais. And oh, then I would yeah. have to say a certain greeting that would match that. Anyway, that was a lot of information around the telephone calls. That's all right. Question four, what would constitute a perfect day for you? Oh, you know what? A perfect day for me always has to include really, really delicious and wonderful food. I have to have really great food and it would be fantastic if it was sunny. You could be outside in the sunshine having a picnic maybe and, you know, have some wine and wow, just, I don't know, some great music, you know, in, in another country. There you go. That's probably, I, I mean, I love being home, but I love traveling as well. And no one's traveling anytime soon, so I can just dream. You travel in your mind. I can dream. That's an awesome, that sounds like an awesome day. Yeah. I with, with Surrounded by family, of course. Like, gotta have, <laughs> Are you by no, yourself I'm not, I'm not by day? myself, no. I'm not getting <laughs> drunk on the beach by myself. <laughs> but, you know. Anyway. My perfect day is any day with you, honey. Oh, there we go. Next. <laughs> Next. No. Well, for me, what would be important? I mean, all those things. I love all those things. For me, nature is, is super important. Yeah. I, when I'm outside, and you know, whether it's out for a hike or just, you know, spending time in the woods or in the ocean, you know, I love, yeah. I love to be in the ocean. So for me, perfect day you has to involve nature. You do love being in the nature. ocean. Yeah. You love standing in waist deep in the ocean. Just I love water. Around. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big water lover, to be honest. But uh, see, pe- look at the things that people are learning about us. I know. So imagine no one's getting what you'll... me floaties for a gift. <laughs> imagine know I don't what like you water. Uh, what you would learn about your partner if you go through this process with them. Now, yeah. the actual process, I think they suggest you alternate who asks who. Uh, you know. Do you want me to ask the next one? Then? No, because oh. we'd have to pass the iPad back and forth. And, and I'll drop be... it and break it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have complete faith in your abilities, but no, I don't want to lose my spot. All right. Um, Smash. But that's just a suggestion for other people, but not for us. Yeah. What's the next one? Number five is, when did you last sing to yourself? And then the second part is, when did you last sing to someone else? The last time I sang, you were in the car with me and we were singing, You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates. Oh, 
yes. That well, was that's the last, the last time, time I sang to someone else. That was the last time I sang, period, I think. Oh, I was singing probably like an hour ago. I yeah. was singing something out in the kitchen. I Although I might have sang because John Prine just passed of COVID-19, rest in peace. I might have sang one of his tunes, which was Angel of Montgomery. Yeah, I did at work. Last night I was singing just a couple little bars off that. Were you like by yourself? Or were you singing to your coworker? I was singing it to my coworker actually. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Uh, Did you not know the to song? him. He just happened to be in the room and he was doing his own thing on his phone, completely ignoring me. So I was just singing to nobody. But anyway, I That's was a great singing. Story. I was singing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, I. I mean, I sing all. You know, I sing quite often. But mm-hmm. I. Uh, but I can't carry a tune. You can't, and, and I will. I horrible. will. I might as well be just agree with that. Talking 100%. or chanting, and lyrics. My God, you have, you have such an act for li- for remembering lyrics. <laughs> oh God, uh, no sarcasm there. <sighs> anyway, I was going to say last time I sang to someone else was going to be like a happy birthday song, like when we sang mm. on my mother's birthday, which was just on St. Patrick's Day. But no, but you're right. We were we were rocking out to dreams come true. We were and trying to get I, Hux to sing, but he's such. He's, I think he actually was a bit embarrassed that we were singing, even though it was just the three of us in the car. Oh but. God. Oh well. I want him to. I want him to loosen up that more though, like and and get all silly sometimes. But he just doesn't. He's so conservative. <laughs> he wanted. He will. He would wear a tie every day. What is our kid? Is our kid a Republican or a conservative? No, he just likes Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, that's true. I know. <laughs> wow, you do learn a lot through these questions. <laughs> he's he's let's, awesome. Let's go to the next one. So number six, if you were able to live to the age of ninety and then retain either the mind or body of a thirty-year-old for the last sixty years of your life, which would you want? So when you hit age 30, do you want to keep that mind or body all the way up to age 90? What's more important to you? Um, probably the mind, honestly, because you can do so much more with the mind than you can with the body, you know? But it's like, it's an interesting way that the questions phrase, retain either the mind of a 30-year-old. I don't want to think like a 30-year-old because I feel like I'm much more wise in my 40s. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I can see it both ways. That's that's a both ways kind of question. But if it meant like, you know. Your body's falling apart, though, as you get older. Every day it does. I hate to say that. I hate to break it to you, but every day we are slowly dying. Yes. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every moment. <laughs> Next. That's great. There goes another skin cell. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a hard one. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know my answer. Well, you got to give an answer. You can't just say, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick. See, it's hard because I'm like, how bad is my body going to get at 90? I, that's exactly it. <laughs> and how like, bad it, is my mind going to get? Everybody's I need a little bit more. Body I need more specifics around this. Is question. in bad shape at 90. Like in one way or another. Either you can't see, you can't hear. Well, there's some pretty, if you stay know, active, but... there's some pretty active 90 year olds. I know. I know. Would you, you'd rather have your mind young, though. And if you're 90 and then you have a body of a 30-year-old, what happens at 91? Do you just, like, just fall apart. Warp, warp speed to 91-year-old bo- body, or do you just slowly deteriorate then, and then you're like 100 and... I don't know. There's so we'll much. have to wait and see. I need more parameters around question six. Number seven. Number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Well, that's cheery. Yeah, we just talked. Uh, that is a really nice segue into what we're gonna uh, into death, really. Um, 
No, I, I really don't have a secret hunch uh, as to how I'm going to die. And, and in all honesty, I very rarely think about it. I, I'm a more, and you know this about me, I'm, I'm a in-the-moment kind of guy. I live for the moment, not like for what may happen in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, I admire you about that. Admire, or wait, rearrange those words so they make sense. I admire that about you. There you go. Um, <laughs> Scooby-Doo that. I, it's, well, you know, it's interesting because I often think about it. Yeah, a lot of people do. I mean, it's a natural human tendency, I think. But I'd be almost afraid to verbalize my hunch on how I would die because I would be afraid it would come true. Yeah. I'm not incredibly superstitious, but I don't know if I need a podcast episode recording me saying how I'm going to die and then but because my own. We're finite beings. We all die. And, but we live in a society where death is really a super negative thing in a way, you know? But I'm going to go it peacefully is, in my sleep. It's, that's the thing. Me that's too. my hunch. Me too. Going yeah. with that fate, if yeah. you're listening, Peace. peacefully in my sleep. Yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. With the body and mind of a 30 year old, but much older <laughs> than the age of 30. Number eight. <laughs> Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Uh, we're kind to everybody that we meet, pretty much, I would say, unless they give us a reason not to, and then we're like angry lions. Okay, um, yes, I agree with that. And uh, when we love, we love we love wholly. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. If we love something, a show, a person... Uh, a car, we love it in, entirely. You know what chicken I mean? Chicken wings? Chicken wings. Just had chicken wings. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I guess uh, we both have this like zest for uh, experiences and travel and growing old with one another. Okay. I like all those answers. Okay. You pass. What are yours? <laughs> no. One is we have the same sense of humor. Yeah, we kind of do. Like the same. We tend to find the same comedians. Yours is a lot more dry than mine, though. We I have, find. We have the same taste in, like, decor, like in houses and that sort of thing. That is really like, surprising. But we, yes, we do. I like I like houses a little bit more modern than you, though. I think. As we sit in our 150-year-old house? Yeah. I know. We have... <laughs> We don't have anything modern about our home. Our, 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 the most modern thing about our home is our it's iPhone us. 5 from <laughs> 1984. Well, okay, and that's that would be the third thing, is that we're neither of us are consumers. We're not. No, We that's hate true. shopping. We don't. It's very true. We'd rather spend our money on travel and experiences than and food, stuff. good food and, you know, yeah. So those would be my, my three things. And records. <laughs> I think my three things are better than your three things. I'm just kidding. Uh, better than heroin, honey. Okay. Uh, they were different. They were different things. What were you saying? Were you saying something? Nope. Um, number nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Um, family. I, I know it's cliche, but it's so true. Like, what would you do without close, close family? And like, you know, you and I, we're not like, quote unquote, family, but we're husband and wife. So it's, I consider you family and you consider me family in a weird way. I know we're married and you're not supposed to be married to family, but no, <laughs> so but I'm digging out no, a hole here. No, no, but we are family. We're, yeah. Um, we are part of a family. I have to agree fully with that answer. And, you know, having, going through what we're going through now with a, a pandemic and, 
you really do appreciate those close to you, your yeah. close friends, your close family, you know, when you're Absolutely. practicing physical distancing and, and not getting to see people in person for a while. It, it definitely makes you more grateful for the people in your lives above, above things yeah. and, and anything else. Really, Family is the only thing that, uh, the only like entity that you can judge and they can judge you and they can be right or wrong. It doesn't matter. It's their family kind of thing. You know what I mean? In the end, it's like, it's all water under the bridge with family. Yes. Okay. I agree. Well, yeah. Blood thicker than water. That's all that stuff. Yeah. Number 10. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I, I would have liked to have traveled more when I was a kid, to be honest. So I could, I mean, I got the travel bug now and I have for a long time, but I was never brought up traveling. That's for sure. I never, I was brought up not really going anywhere, to be honest. So probably that. And, and I don't know. I don't know. That I think that's probably it. What about you? Oh, this is a hard one. It I, is. I feel really lucky because I did. I mean, I know we both had great, you know, great uh, experiences growing up. Uh, you know, I had, I can't think of. Maybe if I had a pony, that would be great. <laughs> a pony, a My Little Pony. <laughs> well, I just I figured mean, that you would make really wonderful family memories if you did travel when you were earlier. You know, I don't. I honestly don't have any of those. I don't have any wonderful traveling memories. And I, I was lucky enough that we did. I, you know, I did travel uh, with my parents quite a bit growing up. Yeah. You know, not, not like big Europe trips or anything like that, but we always took regular family vacations. Yeah. And well, I remember the one about New York. You guys went to New York yeah. and stuff. So and we, you know, we, we got some good travel experiences in that way. And yeah, hmm, that's a hard one. I, I, yeah, I, I feel uh, lucky that I don't even really have anything to say about there how you I go. Raised, so. There you go. Thanks mom and dad. <laughs> um, no room for improvement there. So number 11, this one's a little bit longer and I'm thinking, I'm looking at our time and this, we're almost finishing set one. So this might be a three parter. So Whatever stay tuned listeners because, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this though. I find yeah, it's, it's interesting. 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 Gets you thinking of a lot of things. Hopefully so number, you are asking questions yourselves as we ask them, uh, at, you know, at home or when you're driving in your car or whatever. Right. And contemplating them. Right. So number 11, take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. What? As much detail as possible? <laughs> yes. Now, we don't need to necessarily go through this. but No. Four I, minutes. But I would like to have a timeline of your life written out because I... I don't even know. have it straight myself. You know that. I have... I'm All so bad. reason you with, should sit down and say, like, uh, what years did I live uh, in Korea? It's done. Been there, done that. <laughs> what years you know? did I... That's like the Grateful Dead. They never go back and listen to the concerts that they played. You know? They, they, they lived in that moment and then they moved on to the next one. I don't need yeah. to remember all that stuff. But I, it is funny, though, because every once in a while something would come up and I'm like, I was in the Navy. And you're like, what? <laughs> I know. I know. Good to know. As long as it's not, you know, I was in jail. Yeah. Really? I've never been in jail. I've been in the back of a police car, though, for skateboarding. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I think I've heard this one. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty boring story. I'm not even going to bother telling it. So what's the next one? <laughs> Number 12. So this is the last in the first set. 
If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Invisibility. Is that what you're talking about? Like that kind of stuff or well, like, real I things? I guess. It, oh. <laughs> what? Just Invisibility joking. isn't real? Uh, it is in magic, baby. Magic. Um, uh, what was the question? If I could wake up and have one ability? Yeah, one. It says quality or ability in the question. I, you know what? I I'm not I'm I'm not saying this because I think I'm perfect, but I, I'm okay. I'm okay with the way I am. My faults I I uh, I hold on to closely, and you know, and my things that are good about me, I, I same. Like I I mm-hmm. accept it all. Honestly, that's my honest answer. I don't really strive for anything. Really? Mm. I'd like to be able to do handstands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Now that I think about it, <laughs> and flips and juggle, and like, I would like to be able to juggle. Maybe I need. Yeah, to I like to circus. juggle too. <laughs> and I, actually, I've never really been interested in juggling, but I would love to be a whip with the yo-yo. Oh man, if I could just be like a. See, now that I got your mind thinking about oh, yeah. these little. Or a professional skateboarder, or you know, anyway. <clears throat> well, the thing about handstands is, I love the idea. Have you ever seen those things that like invert you and it just takes the pressure off your spine? Yeah. I just feel like if I did a handstand. I could just like take the pressure off my spine at any time. And I think that would just feel really awesome. Yeah. I just love the idea of being upside down. Right. At my own will. Do you like being upside down when you're swimming and stuff and diving into the water? Well, not when the water goes up my nose and makes it, you know, when it burns. Right, right. I'm not gotcha. a great underwater, like, I knew hand, that. handstand person. That's not something I just learned. I, I always, I still try that. to do it. Every time I'm in a shallow end of a pool, I try to do the handstands and I... I know, I've seen you. It's horrendous. I've seen you. I could never be a synchronized swimmer. No, I I don't even, yeah, I I don't even, I'm not interested in any way doing that. But a regular handstand, sure, I walk around on my hands all day, why not? I'd also love to be able to play a bunch of musical instruments. All of them. I want to be able to play all of them. I want to be able to sing. You're taking all mine. (laughs) (laughs) And write and dance. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's part one, everybody. Uh, Yeah, the next part you're going to ask... For the next one. You can ask me the questions for part two. All right, sure. I'll hand you the iPad. Okay. All right. I'll try try not to drop it. Make sure you check out part two. Okay. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can catch up on past episodes at infoquench.com. Or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And help spread the word about InfoQuench. Till next time. time.